0: Hello, everybody. This is your girl, Zupa, and welcome to the Fall Awake podcast. Our mission here is to use our privilege, knowledge, and platform to contribute to the development of social awareness by engaging in brave discussions with our community. Thank you yeah. for tuning in,
1: My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. I sit in silence and find whenever I meditate. My fears alleviate, my tears evaporate. I know you're desperate for a change, let the wind glad.
0: But the only real change come from inside. But the only real change come from inside. But the only real change come from...
1: the come from... cemeteries are unchanged, I see men cry. But the only real change come from inside. But the only real... Welcome back y'all to another episode of Fall Awake. It's your girl Tamara and Zupa. Welcome. So uh, we are gonna we're gonna kind of take a different route this time. You know I, I know before we came off pretty like knowledgeable like just sharing uh, the knowledge that we've acquired and just Trying to open up the floor for certain type of conversation. We were focusing more on race because of everything else happening, you know, in the news with Ahmad, Brianna and Sean Reed, et cetera. Um, today we're taking like way different. We're direction. taking a breather gonna be... like Yeah. We're taking a breather and we're letting you guys really get to know mm-hmm. us, who we are, how mm-hmm. we met, and what we think about the whole women empowerment movement.
0: Yeah, and um the reason why
1: we chose to speak
0: about uh, women empowerment is because I brought this up to you and I was like, if you wanted to talk about us, let's talk, about, let's try to, you know, put in some, you know, a little bit of knowledge in there and we could talk about female empowerment because I personally feel like that was, that has been my experience ever since that I met you and everything that we've been doing together. Mm-hmm. I've always felt felt empowered by your presence, uh, you know, by our interactions. So I was like, yeah, that would be cool. Because at the same time, you know, our mission is, you know, to share our knowledge, use this platform for social awareness. So why not Mm -hmm.
1: use our relationship to bring about some needed information to be out there? And that is freaking amazing. Because when you said that, to be honest, my whole concept of women empowerment was super diluted. Like when I think of women empowerment, I think of, oh, someone's hosting a conference and going to have a bunch of women speakers and it's going to be all motivational. And then everyone's going to leave exactly the same mm-hmm. as they came. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm super pessimistic when it comes to that. But you know what I mean? But when you talked about that example of our example and how you felt empowered, then I came to realize like, whoa. That is really what women empowerment is. So it even enlightened me because beforehand I had no clue to be honest. Uh,
0: yeah. And I did a little bit of digging to just get some real definition uh, about, you know, these terms and what they mean really. And if they, if what we see in the world and how people enact them is actually even connected to what it actually means from the get go. Right. Uh, but to talk sure. about us, you know, how we met and how female empowerment comes into it. Like, I think we should like, you know, share how we met.
1: Yeah, you can go first because you don't know mean my... Oh, okay, why? You know, why am I going okay, first? Okay, because me, I don't know. Okay, so... Yeah, okay, you go I'll first. Go first <laughs> <laughs> um, me, I'm a very funny mm-hmm. character. For a lot of people listening who actually know me, you know, you know me probably as Tata too much. You know, because I'm, I'm too much sometimes. So people say, but I think I'm just enough. Anyways. So my personality is really like a love me or hate me type thing. Usually when it comes to women, women don't like me. <laughs> you really? know what I mean? Usually women don't like me. I don't know why. I I, I, honestly, I like everybody. I but don't see that. I don't know. But, you know, yeah, anyways. So, um, you know, going back to school after being out of school for like nine years, I spent my whole young adult to doing my mm-hmm. thing, you know. But uh, choosing to go back to school after nine years was like pretty... A pretty serious decision for me and uh I, I i swear i loved every minute of the experience because it's like i went from two different lives in the matter of a one quick decision mm-hmm. to go back to school and um you know we're in applied human sciences so our course really has to do a, a lot about you know hands on experiential learning you're, you're talking with people it's really about learning to appreciate people for their differences And learning how to properly communicate and that starts with communicating with yourself understanding your feelings your thoughts throughout that trajectory of my uh, academic career i came across some people that i never ever want to remember ever again (laughs) but you know what i mean zupa was definitely not one of them and it was i think out of the whole my whole time there it's like you and shanti are like the only black girls that i talked to you know at all and um it was pretty interesting how we how we met in that class because i felt like i was all out there but then we had i had another class with you and i'm like okay you know it just so happened by chance that we chose the same thing to do mm-hmm. the project on and i was like okay so it's all three of us i've never been three girls working in mm-hmm. a project three mm-hmm. black girls working in a project in class in my ent- entire university same, career same. I've never been like that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean so that group went for that i already felt like super well you could say empowered mm-hmm. in a sense you know i'm like i want mm-hmm. my sisters too and um i don't know i was just so impressed by you yeah. you know what i mean i wasn't so impressed by you because you were super low-key but but smart every time you opened your mouth i was like yo the teacher's gonna love this girl <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the teachers are gonna love this girl she just goes extra and above and beyond and uh, i'm like yo you really blew me away i'm like she's super smart and um I'd even see a friendship in the future. Then I just, I just said like, "Yo, let's work together. You know, let's work on this project. Let's see where it comes from there." And like, I I peeped your, I peeped your personality from the get go. You know what I mean? I'm like, "Okay, she's like that, Mm -hmm. but she can be like this. But she just don't show it. Exactly, yeah." But it was interesting. No, I was happy how we were able to really work off each other's strength, mm-hmm. and then where I was weak or you were weak, we complemented you know, each that other. Was my strength. Yeah. And- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: for me, like legit, I yeah. have I made zero zero friends besides you and my girl my girl Julie. Uh, I really mm-hmm. made no friends in the years that I was in university. Like, <laughs> I I just I'm not good at it. I'm not good at
1: Yeah, no, I feel you. I'm
0: really good actually at conversating with people. So people will come and talk to me. I will always lend my ear. But then like keeping in touch, like uh wondering about the person out of the blue and like reaching out to them. I I really I have a hard time with that. And I was also out of school for like a long time. I stopped going to school in two thousand and ten or nine and then came back in twenty seventeen after having my son. And, yeah, definitely that route, like, coming back to school at the age that I did, I think that there's advantages and disadvantages, obviously. I love the fact that since I was older, I was not, like, you know, university was not for me, like, yeah, let me go hang out with my friends and go to classes and stuff. Like, it was really not like that. It was, like, a lonely journey. I was always by myself, studying by myself and stuff like that.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: I Mm -hmm. feel like it really brought me closer to myself, and then when I was able to make connections, I say, like, with you or, like, with Julie, it was, like, very authentic and I was really being myself. And why I say hmm. that, you know, I feel empowered by you is the fact that, you know, when you see a dope person and they think you're dope, too? That is crazy, yeah. you know? When you're like, oh, my gosh, this, girl, yeah, yeah. this person is so dope. But the person looks at you like, oh, my gosh, you're so dope. It's like, what? I'm, I'm dope? you know what I mean and for me I was like okay well you know what I must be dope you know I must be dope with this person who I think is dope thinks I'm dope too (laughs) you know and for me that is that female empowerment and I do have girlfriends that have empowered me in my life you know the girls that I grew up with and I feel like people will empower you in differently in different stages of your life but in the stage Mm -hmm. of, of my life that I'm at right now and the type of things that I'm interested in and what I want to do with my time, um, I really feel empowered by people like you who are like, hey, yes, you are smart. You do have something to say or whatever you're saying is, is relevant and stuff like that. Like those are, That's the energy mm-hmm. that I feel like I needed in my life right now. And just you yeah. arrived at the right time. And then you know, like for me, when I met you, I was like, "Oh my gosh, let's let's see where this goes, let's see where this goes." <laughs> you know, I was like,
1: "For real, you man." Know, the you know, start. but God knows. Yes, what he's and doing. you
0: know, like for me, <laughs> you're saying that I'm low key, but I like to feel the room out. You know, I like to be like, "Okay, this person mm-hmm, is talking mm-hmm. way too much. Okay, that person doesn't talk a yeah. lot. Okay, this person needs more space." This is literally how I am when I walk into like places so then when we were in that class the first time you know you were super opinionated and everything you said was smart you said a lot of things but you everything you said was smart and i was like okay hell Mm. and then i remember when we were choosing which project to work on and i was interested in sexual assault and you were interested in sexual assault and then i'm like you know what no this is the topic that i want and i see you there and to be honest i
1: was like yo come
0: (laughs) here and i'm like I, come I was a here. little bit intimidated. I was like, damn, okay. Do I want to be in a group with this, you know, very opinionated, very strong looking black woman that we might bump yeah. heads? Um, you know what? I would do it, you know? And then we murdered That project.
1: That project was amazing. We went over time. It was so amazing. And the day before, (laughs) worst day of my life. I didn't get no sleep. It that that project was coming from a deep place in my gut. That a seed that God must have planted there from time. We talked about sexual assault. We talked about boundaries. We talked we went ham with it. We, We dived in. And then afterwards, I was like, by the way. I, my I life. Knew, I, I was sleep. like, what is
0: going on? But you took, I remember when we were doing the presentation, I was kind of nervous in the beginning, and you just, like, took the lead of the presentation. I was, I, I literally, me and Shanti looked at each other like, no, no, she got this. But let's just sit back. <laughs> she got this.
1: I'm like, let's just yes, wing it. Let's just it wing it. amazing.
0: Like, so we hear a lot about female empowerment, and I've always been, like, um, somewhat of, like, a critic, of the way that I have mm-hmm. seen it, you know. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of people nowadays who are going to, like, do, throw these female empowerment events. Oh, yeah. It's for yeah. upcoming creative women, you know. And then when you reach out to them and, as an upcoming woman who's, in, who's a creative, it's like, oh. Uh,
1: it's like you're going yeah, through a maze. it's like you're
0: going through. Yeah, they make it hard. They're like, oh, well, how long have you been doing this? Oh, sorry. It's like a minimum of 500 uh, followers. Sorry, you can't make it. So then do not Mm -hmm, say mm -hmm. that you're empowering women when I'm a woman and I'm reaching out, giving you my hand because I need your help. And you're like, no, that is not female
1: empowerment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like for me too, when I think of women empowerment, honestly, before experiencing like people like you and like strong women and and just being around them and people that could feed in me into me too because I know I always say that like I know exactly who is around me in regards to people that can feed into me and those that I have to Mm -hmm. feed into and there's relationships where it's reciprocal Mm -hmm. you know the thing about women empowerment is that it seems that it's like if it's reciprocal it's okay because we were on the same level it was okay we empowered Mm -hmm. each other but imagine if
0: Mm-hmm. I wasn't
1: mm-hmm. right. Imagine if I wasn't maybe as articulate, if I wasn't as you know good at brainstorming. Imagine if I was just not there mm-hmm. at your level and I mm-hmm. was lower, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That's where, like, the balance of women empowerment is lopsided. Because sometimes we're at a certain level, it's so hard to really see what the other other person Mm -hmm. needs that it's harder to constantly motivate someone who might not necessarily be at the level where they can motivate you that Mm -hmm. same way. Yeah, and also we (laughs) have to
0: understand, like, for all those people out there who are throwing female empowerment events or they think that what they do is female empowerment, let's get back to the basis. What is female empowerment? So... First of all, female
1: empowerment comes from feminism. At the beginning, in 2015, feminism had a dirty uh-huh. taste in my uh-huh. mouth. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And um, that's why the women's empowerment movement is uh-huh. so ambiguous, right? Because feminism is, has been so ambiguous. It has an ambiguous uh-huh. history, right? Especially when we think of mainstream feminism. Uh-huh. Who's mainstream feminism really for? Mainstream f- feminism does not really take in, in consideration women who are mm-hmm, on the margins, mm-hmm. right? Wa- mainstream feminism to me is white feminism. With white women, their main issue is just with being a woman. With racialized women and where queer women, with, dis- with disabled women... We have different qualifiers. Mm-hmm. There's in that's what we call mm-hmm. intersectional mm-hmm. feminism because there's different intersections of our class, mm-hmm. our race, our socioeconomic status, our gender, our everything that all together mm-hmm. cause a different amount of inequalities. Like you know, they're they're overlapping inequalities, overlapping oppressions, and um, I think that's also something coming with the issue of women's empowerment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The women's empowerment movement derives
0: from feminism, but it does not derive from one specific approach to feminism, right? And so there's three components to it. Empowerment targets women's sense of self-worth. That's one. Uh, Having the rights to have power over their own lives, both within and outside their homes. And then the third component is having the ability to influence the direction of social change nationally and internationally. Those are the components of what
1: it means to empower women even with all that feminists really gives a lot of people a dirty taste in their mm-hmm. mouth right we even asked a question on our um instagram page fall.awake mm-hmm. and uh we were like why is it so hard for women to really um support mm-hmm. each other you know what i mean and the the answers that we got there was very like there's a few common themes in it but it's just so interesting how we don't know, <laughs> like, you know, it's so interesting how we all are, you know what I mean? We, we all know what it's not. We have ideas uh-huh. of what it's not. But in regards to having an idea of what it is, you know, we're somewhat lacking. Me personally, the question was, um, I know we asked the question before, I was like, uh, if, if women empowerment... Is, has become uh, yeah. a notion that's become diluted mm-hmm. and ambiguous you know what i mean me personally i thought I, I thought yes um the answers were pretty close a lot of people think thought no and i would have loved to dive yes. more into those mm-hmm. answers you know what i mean why they mm-hmm. they think no me personally i think i'm um, i i do not think i'm sitting on the fence but i know that over the past let's say 60 years the women's movement has progressed a lot we we have way more of a say than we have before. You know what I mean. Um, of course, there's still discrepancies. There's still disparities if in comparison with our male counterparts. Just just with a variety of things. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. But um, how why I think it's personally still dil- diluted is because I don't 100% see the unity of all women. You know, in certain women empowerment movement. I only see certain types of women. If it's gonna be, uh, let's say, a women's empowerment conference, you know, they're like st- all professionals, um, not really marginalized. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I feel like a lot of women empowerment is so focused on women who are at the same level that, you know, um, other issues get left out, um, you know, like on the back burner. Like if you think about um, access to healthcare, if you think about housing and all so on and so forth, I feel like there's many women. Who are not in that women empowerment bubble. But you know when we were talking. We were talking about it. And we're thinking like you know straight up. It's hard for women to want to support other women. I'm not going to lie. I'm like in my early 30s. And it took me now. uh, Like 27 years of my life practically. For me to actually. Feel comfortable enough with myself. That like I will motivate anybody. E, don't care if it's an Ex. Uh, uh, the uh, the partner of uh, one of my exes. I don't care if it's my enemy. You know what I mean. I I'm so comfortable in myself that I don't lose anything motivating another woman. I don't lose anything congratulating someone for their success, um, even if they would have hated me, even if they still do. I lose nothing personally in me motivating a sister. You know what I mean. Doesn't matter what color she is. Doesn't matter what you know, if they don't even identify as she. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know
0: what? In the responses mm-hmm. that we got from our question, which was, why has it been a struggle for women to support each other, right? One of the mm-hmm. answers that I really loved uh, is from this person called Goddess, I think. And she said, Patriarchy mm-hmm. keep programming us to believe for so long that we are in competition with each other. And...
1: Like, for me, Mm. when
0: I read that, I was, like, spot on. Because that's my opinion. That's what I think
1: is the problem, Mm. you know? Yeah. A lot of people talked about the patriarchy. A lot of people talked about jealousy, competition. You know what I mean? And uh, I was talking to my girl about that, too. Because she was motivated by our question. And um, she was talking about uh, women's empowerment and stuff, you know? But I'm like, women's empowerment isn't just... Uh, expecting other women to be at the same level as us. You know what I'm saying? Women empowerment is seeing a woman who maybe is not enlightened, who's, you know, you would say, at a lower level than you, or higher level or whatever, It's just constantly sharing that positive energy is sharing it with other people is motivating them, encouraging them. Even if it's something that you don't even want to do Mm -hmm. is supporting each other, no matter what their differences, you know what I mean? And when it comes to women empowerment and our community, girl, that's
0: another level.
1: The baby mama,
0: that is another thing. But for, for the patriarchy thing, right? The thing is that for me, how I, you know, interpret all this, is that patriarchy is a system that is in place, right? And the way that that system has conditioned women, it's like we're always feeling like there's not enough of things out there for all of us. There's not there's not enough men. Mm-hmm. There's not enough jobs. There's not, not enough opportunities for all women to be able to to prosper. So when a woman gets something, you know, uh it's either feelings of entitlement right that comes with it uh and this could be deep thoughts that you don't even know that there's that subconscious in you well other women can't find a man so mm-hmm. i got a man so i'm you know i'm doing better right or yeah um yeah you are uneducated as a woman and i'm educated so i'm better than you because we are told that we mm-hmm. can't achieve these things. when we achieve them instead of looking back and being like hey let me grab my sister who's also, let me help you get to the level that I'm at. There's this sense of entitlement that comes. And then on the flip side, yeah. the other women who, let's say you, instead of seeing your sister or whatever, your fellow woman winning and being like, hey, shout out to you. I'm happy for you and whatnot. There's this envy or jealousy that comes upon you. Because of that same messaging that we have been conditioned to think that there isn't enough of things out there for us, you know, from a young age, Hey, be, do this, this way so that you can succeed in life, be smart about your stuff, do this, you know, you have to get ahead in life. You know what I mean? Like there's no time for fun. There's no time to play. You have to, you're a woman, Right. And so mm-hmm. all these, I, all these conditioning and the result of it is like, it creates competition between us. It creates this idea that we have to win, you know, like gaining something is winning somehow, you know, it, it creates toxic friendships where you're like pretending like you're happy for your friend, but really you're not. And then it comes out in your actions. Right. So,
1: Yeah. And don't get me wrong, these even, even me, sometimes I have mm-hmm. those feelings, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I have to check myself right away, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And like, it's hard, but you'll come aware. I'm not gonna lie, me too. Sometimes I'll say, see something, and I'll be mm-hmm. like, damn, like mm-hmm. that could have been me if I just like got my stuff together like three years mm-hmm. ago, you know what I mean? But then I, I quickly check it, and I'm like, yo. You still got to be proud because you don't know what people are going mm-hmm. through. You know what I mean? And right now, especially in, in our community amongst Black women, like if you go to the Caribbean and stuff, when a woman sees a woman, they say mm-hmm. hi. Like, I love coming back from Barbados, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Straight up. Because I, when I come back my first week here in Montreal, I'm saying hi to everyone who stares mm-hmm. me in my face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like in our community, especially the Black community, like we, aren't that, we don't treat another woman that mm-hmm. way. You know what I mean? We don't treat them with respect. It's like we look at them right away mm-hmm, like the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And take for example, mm-hmm. our relationships. Anything that happens in our relationship that involves uh, like our partner if it's like, let's say for example, he's mm-hmm. a man and um, there's another woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We will always be our our go-to will always be to focus on the other woman to bash Mm -hmm. the other woman to talk about either how Mm -hmm. ugly the other woman is how Mm -hmm. stupid she is how not good of a person she is how you know he's she's probably the cause of why he's doing all this stuff wrong blah 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 blah. and you know what it's like we've been conditioned to be like that through this patriarchy you know the systems that are put in place to make women feel like oh the man is here we are women are like surrounding the man the man you know we fight for the man Mm -hmm. it's not how it's supposed to be you know what i mean when we i'm pretty sure many women have reached that point but some haven't but when when you reach that point when you realize that like the common denominator to a lot of issues that women have before other women is men you know what i mean that's the time when you need to get rid mm-hmm. of that man mm-hmm. for example you know what i mean but that was just an example because i see i have many friends who are in situations where you know what i mean I have kids with a, uh with a man who they're no longer with and have to deal with like uh the woman on the side and i know what it's like to be the woman who didn't have the kids but is with mm-hmm. the guy you know what i mean i was not thinking anything about women mm-hmm. empowerment there but that's the perfect example where uh women empowering each other should should stand you know what i mean instead of bashing each other yo let's support each other and let's try to bring each other up or let's try to make our our lives a little bit easier or our situation a little better mind you this is a totally complex example is just because you know it's so in my face with like mm-hmm. the people around me that to me that 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 bothers mm-hmm. me the most because in all my situations with most mm-hmm. of my friends i see that is like the main issue there's always the other mm-hmm. girl issue and I feel like we have so lost touch about what really empowering means because we wouldn't always look at each other as the issue. We wouldn't always look at the other woman as the problem, mm-hmm. the other woman mm-hmm. as the competition. But like I was reading, that's the queen bee mm-hmm. syndrome. You know what I mean? When people, when we've went through the struggle and we're at the top, it's like women have a problem showing the other girl who's trying to make a way for herself. Like, you know, to make it a little Mm -hmm. bit easier for ourselves. We have this mentality where, well, we struggle to get where we are. So it's like either I'm going to throw a conference and sell you some tickets to come and see. But I'm not giving you free game. Mm -hmm. You got to work for Mm -hmm. it. You got to pay for it. I understand that concept, too. But, yo, ain't nobody going to get nowhere as a community. You think if people, if you put 100 people together and say build a community, uh, build a cohesive structure, um, you know, socially. And they had that mentality, it would never work. You know what I'm saying? Because if one person gets to the top, you know, they're gonna be like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna help them, like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them where the path is, but I'm not gonna tell them how, you know, where they might cut themselves, da, da da da. The whole point of like, you know, even intergenerational learning when you know people who've been through experiences and they're at a certain point in their life, they give back that wisdom and give back that knowledge mm-hmm, to the young mm-hmm. generations. It has to be reciprocal. And you know, amongst women We learn late to um, have that type of relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's because of how we've been Mm -hmm. socialized. We've been socialized to think certain Mm -hmm. ways, to be a certain way, to, you know what I mean, act Mm -hmm. a certain way. You know what I mean? And a lot of women are not aware of that yet. That, like, there's so much more than what a man has told them they were Mm -hmm. supposed to be. There's so much more than what the media shows us. We're so much more than even what we think of ourselves. You know what I mean? women are are such a force to be reckoned with like if you even if i take it back biblical the characters in the bible of women Mm -hmm. are like you know often oppressed and serving all that stuff a lot of women make or break certain things right i'm gonna use a bad example but even with jezebel Mm -hmm. she had power that she was using she used negatively Mm -hmm. you know i mean various women even in, we see in today's mm-hmm. society, women are, I don't like saying the backbone because I feel that that, that gives like, men an opportunity not to be their best because we all have yeah. to pick up the slack. But I, I, women are, are, we're equal to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just that society made us believe that we're not. And because society made us believe that we're not equal to, we're inferior and we still have to fight for equal pay, fight for all this with a man. We treat each other yes. the same way we look at each other and we say we're not equal to you're exactly. not equal to me you are not me you're not on my yeah. level right how many of us are so keen to support a sister who is not on our level we want to support other girls who are doing things they're authors they have their podcasts uh-huh. you know they, they're doing things you see them doing things it's like yeah let me support her because now I'm, now it's like it's like you're thinking about opportunity mm-hmm. now. I'm going to support people who are doing things, so hope, hopefully it'll help yeah. me do things. Or I'm going to support someone who's in this this spectrum or this career or this project because that's what I want to get into. That's not women empowerment. That means you're an mm-hmm. opportunist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Women empowerment is really passing mm-hmm. the torch. It's really putting our differences aside and knowing that, yo, we already have, we're already starting behind on this race because we're living in a world that men rule almost everything yeah you know what i mean so we have to come together if we want to see anything change and it starts with our small circles it starts with people you see in the street sometimes i i make it i make it a habit to try to just compliment Mm -hmm. a woman in the street Mm -hmm. i don't need to know you i don't need to know nothing you know what i mean but i'll be like well your hair's really nice man or or anything you know because i know how important it is To support someone and to get those positive, that positive Mm -hmm. feeling. You know what I'm saying? That positive vibe from someone, a stranger. Yeah,
0: and the the thing is that as a um, class that has been oppressed for so long by the system of patriarchy, we have so many things that are out there happening that we have to fix for our gender. Mm. You know what I mean? For the for women, there's so many issues out there. There's so many forces working against us and by us you know competing with each other and not helping each other out we're just furthering those situations you know what I mean we're just making things worse Mm -hmm. for us we're making things worse for our children our daughters who are going to grow up in this in this societies. you know what I mean they're gonna have to be uh, Mm -hmm. where we're at right now and if we don't do things right now to um, empower them through action between us, th- th- like show them uh, a healthier dynamic between women, you know, so that when mm-hmm. th- they grow up seeing it, it doesn't matter what you tell your kid. It's what you do that matters. So like if you if we yeah. enact with each other with competitiveness and cattiness and, and hating on each other, our kids are seeing all of that it doesn't matter if you turn around and tell your kid hey support all the girls by the way okay it doesn't matter if you don't do that yourself that's what they see and then that's what they're going to enact in the future and meaning that the women's women's gender or whatever the class is going to stay where it's at or it's going to it's going to worsen so for instance we're all like socialized on these uh ideologies that are that are detrimental to her mental health, to her self-worth, like, you know, right? Let's say beauty, the standard of beauty, right? There's many women who fall into it and many women who don't. The standard by society, mm-hmm. right? So a woman who falls into, the, into that standard, if she personally thinks that, okay, well, I am beautiful. I am more beautiful than you based off of mm-hmm. that uh standard you're not empowering if you think that way it shows in your actions it shows in your behavior trust me you cannot separate from what you think and to how you act you can't separate that
1: even if you think
0: even yeah, that's if you why think, I think you do go ahead
1: yeah that's why i think about like you know women's empowerment like Man, they need to change Mm -hmm. that word. You know what I mean? Because it's not like just... It's not a thing. It's not a movement. It's supposed to be a lifestyle. You're just supposed to live a life that like you're supposed to want to empower people who have Mm -hmm. a heart just like you. You're supposed to want to empower people who Mm -hmm. have it harder than you. That's it. Like we live in a world together and us like we come from you know, cultures that are more mm-hmm. collectivist, you know what I mean? We're more about trying to mm-hmm. do things together, you know, and we're living in an individualist society. The Western, you know, European societies are all individualist, mm-hmm. capitalist. you know what I mean? So it's focused more on the individual mm-hmm. getting ahead, not really getting mm-hmm. ahead with people. You know what I mean? You know, um, these they've uh, asserted various characteristics to men. Oh, they're assertive, they're this and that. But women, we just have to be nurturing. When a woman becomes assertive, mm-hmm. it's an issue, right? You know what I mean? But we knowing that these are like some of the instances that we are faced with, we should treat each other different, but we Mm -hmm. don't, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I'm sometimes I'm so tired of hearing people talk about it and Mm -hmm. not be about it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And from, from the answers that like, you know, I think we got like, I don't know, like 40 Mm -hmm. to 60 answers. And it was like, they're all so common and people were Mm -hmm. so different. I tell you the amount of the amount of women and, and people that answered, you know what i mean we're so mm-hmm. diverse but their answers were mm-hmm. all the same it shows us that we're, we're definitely missing the mark because you know what this lifestyle living a woman empowerment lifestyle it's more than a mm-hmm. mo- movement you know what i mean and the unfortunate thing is that when we really think about like feminism and policies and all that stuff it uh, focuses a lot on those who have already have most most of their needs met mm-hmm. right when you think, think about p- women living in poverty, black, yes. Hispanic, queer That's women, why disabled it women. It hurts
0: more when another black woman is hating on you or is not empowering you. You look at them like, come on, sis. We're you black, man. You, you don't not, understand you, your place sisters, in this. Yeah. Man. You, you do, you're going to do me like this? To not feel
1: that empathy between women
0: when it's like a person who looks like you.
1: Exactly. You know? Yeah, because the same thing I say about the Black com- uh, community, the same thing about all women, right? Women empowerment, it won't really make a difference, and it won't really matter until it matters to us, and until women, them, ourselves, we stop replicating the same oppression and inequalities that we see in the world around us, that we see mm-hmm. in society, and that we see with the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. So many feminists are holding up these patriarchies. No, to say no to patriarchy, but yet with amongst other women, they're replicating that same system of oppression. When in amongst our own community, we're replicating that same Mm -hmm. system of oppression. We're looking down on Mm -hmm. each other. Um, there's what I say that with different races, there's no transfer of empathy mm-hmm. when that happens. Amongst no. women, there's no transfer no. of empathy. You can't be fighting for women's rights if you're not fighting for the rights of all women. Disabled women, Hispanic women, Black women, Indigenous women, queer, trans mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. You know what I mean? That's is, is the way it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. You know what I mean? If the face of a feminist movement is always going to be a certain complexion, a certain mm-hmm. religion, a certain mm-hmm. nationality you are not encompassing all women you're just encompassing but a fraction and you know what, what you're mean? doing is not and female like, empowerment it's not female empowerment and that's why i feel like people need to stop yeah. using that word me personally i believe that the notion of women empowerment mm-hmm. is diluted and from the answers that many people gave you know it's funny because most people no. said that women's empowerment was not diluted, In their answers. but yet their mm-hmm. answers to the second one to why women can't support each other so it's confusing So, like so if if women empowerment is not diluted why is it why why is everyone saying that it's so I, I think maybe it was the
0: question that we asked because for me when i was trying to understand i was like okay maybe they must have like understood like what we meant by diluted but it's clear that there's an issue the people say especially for me Mm -hmm. when i saw that people are talking about jealousy and jealousy and jealousy and i was like okay let me read about it and the Mm -hmm. thing is that i'm not saying that i've never enacted any of these behaviors that are not female empowerment for instance gossiping gossiping is something that is a part of the way Mm -hmm. we we are brought up girls gossip that's what we Mm -hmm. do right and that is Mm -hmm. not something that is uh is that that fosters female empowerment you gossiping about what a girl did even if it's true it's not true that is not cool it does not you're not empowering that woman you're bringing them down you know what i mean i've seen girls like talk shit about someone
1: and then chill with them that's toxic oh man I'm the regular that's why i don't really chill with much girls but you know what the thing is every time we talk about these things if you are not that it is Mm -hmm. okay you know i'm like me how i feel like you don't need to you could be a woman and you could be uh, you could identify not as a woman. You could be whatever you are. You don't need to be about female or women empowerment. It's okay if you're not. Me, my issue is with people who want to wear fact. that mantle and are not really in about fact. it. I, if, if if it's like someone who's saying, you know what, I can really care less about the women movement, I'm focusing on me and getting to where I need to be, props to you. I have no hate towards you because you know you come in real with, with your stuff. And that's what you want to do. And I respect people for the different choices. I Uh want me to judge, you know, but it's for the women who are always talking about, yeah, we're about women Uh empowerment. uh We're uh we're about uh women empowerment, but yet you're leaving a a plethora of various demographics Uh in the dust. You know what I'm saying? Your own, you know, you're in your own circles, your own close knit circles in close proximity to you. You're not, you're not motivating your people around you. You're not trying to have them see life through different eyes, you know? But um, there was this quote by, uh, uh, the former Secretary of State, Madeleine mm-hmm. Albright. And um, in one of her keynote speeches, she I think it was the Celebrating Inspiration Luncheon uh, for the WNBA's All-Decade Team in 2006. Um, so she she said something that people have been using this as a quote. She said, there's a special place in hell for women who don't uh, help other mm-hmm. women. You know what I mean? And when I was reading that, I was like, man, that's harsh, man. Because, you know, you can't, you can't expect everybody to be like, you know, we don't live in this utopian world. You can't expect everyone to just be so, like, you know, on everything. Like, have everything going and want to be this big motivational person mm-hmm. to everybody. Because we're all going through mm-hmm. our own things. But when I read that, I was like, yo, it's the same thing for any community mm-hmm. you're in. When you see people not supporting their own mm-hmm. community. It's, it's also
0: in the little, like, action that for me, if someone is talking shit mm-hmm. to me, especially when it's a man talking shit to me about another woman like I'm gonna say something I'm gonna be like well why are you telling me this it's not my business you know what I mean if let's say you had a story with a girl and now you feel like you need to talk because you know guys talk too like they talk a lot and so like if you're telling me this Mm -hmm. and it's like it's not my business why you you know throwing dirt on on her name out out in the streets like that you know
1: it's to call these things out some women aren't like that some women aren't like that In situations like that, if the woman is feeling the man, he will let her talk all the smack that he wants in her ear and she'll start to believe it. Some women, yeah. And you know what? The same thing that I tell my girls, you know what I mean, who are in those situations. You have to allow those women. Not everybody is going to be as as articulate, as intellectual, as smart, as advanced, as wise as the next Mm -hmm. one. And and real women empowerment is understanding that and still embracing one Mm -hmm. another knowing that this might this one this girl is still tripping over stuff that you got over in 2008 exact but you still supporting her and you still be exactly being with her. for me you that was saying? my
0: hard thing my hardest thing was mm-hmm. was to recognize cuz like I you know I was raised by a uh, a black african woman who you know came from nothing you know so my mom was a very strong mm-hmm. woman she was raised by a very strong woman so you know like I come I came through life mm-hmm. like okay, right, let's go, let's do this. I get, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's going to walk all over me, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I, I always have, I've met people who, you know, they're not necessarily, they don't move in the world the way I move. And so I was always judgmental, like, girl, get it together. Like, why are you so weak? You know? For me, I've I've had mm-hmm. those thoughts. I fell out with my friends because of things like that. And then realized, like, zupa not everybody like and not to say that in a way like oh yeah i'm better or whatever but we're just different people are people are built Mm. different and i can't expect people Mm. to act in situations the way i would act you know what i mean and it doesn't mean that the way i act in these situations is the right way to act like i really had to humble myself uh and be like you know like chill like you don't know everything you don't Mm -hmm. got you know you've fallen on your face too you know, you've 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 went through uh, struggles. It's just that me, that's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. I was raised to like even if you go uh, through struggles, just keep your head up, act like nothing's happening. Let's do this. You know what I mean? That's how I go through life. But not everybody does goes through life this way because they have not been socialized to go through life this way. So it's not fair for me to judge people, uh, based on what I think they should do. And I had to I had to learn mm-hmm. that. So what I'm saying is that. It's all, even the feeling of jealousy, even the competitiveness. If let's say you're a woman out there and you felt like you've done this before, we've been conditioned to think this way, to act this way, you know? And if if we're going to bring about change, we have to be compassionate towards ourselves and also have compassion towards others, you know? Uh, I read this thing about uh, jealousy from uh, this... um, uh, black therapist that I follow. I I follow like five black uh, women therapists and I just love it. And um, it says, uh, thoughts about jealousy. At some point, something or someone will trigger a feeling of jealousy. As with all feelings, embrace the discomfort. Wonder what the feeling is trying to teach you. Accept where you are. If you generally don't like where you are, Take steps to create what you want to exist. Improve your self-esteem. But don't deny being jealous. Don't avoid the trigger. Deal with it directly. Be honest and embrace what you feel, even when it's uncomfortable. Feeling jealous is normal. We can't rid ourselves of feelings because we don't like them. You can manage jealousy without acting from a space of jealousy. That's the thing. Is that there's so many... Um, emotions and feelings that bring shame that people don't talk about. Even me, it's not something that I'm comfortable saying. You know, even if I have that feeling, mm-hmm. I'm just probably gonna repress it and be like, "What the hell? What are you doing, Zupa? Just focus. You know, you can't be jealous. You get it together. Do your thing." You know. But mm-hmm. um, some people will come up to me. I have like two people in my life who come up to me like, "Oh, Zupa, I'm so jealous of you because of this and this and that." And it's always shocking to me. And I'm like, girl, no, you don't have to be jealous. Like, I'm actually, it doesn't, it's not all roses. It's actually ugly. (laughs) Look, this is how it is. You know what I mean? And the fact Mm -hmm. that they're able to tell me that, it creates that space where I can show them, no, there's nothing to be jealous of. You know, and then we're able to have that exchange and then it disappears and that feeling is no longer there. But when we hold on to these feelings, And these emotions, they fester and and then they create other, other feelings and then they create actions. And then you just end up doing something that is nasty and that is, you know, it's not female
1: empowerment. And at the end of the day, just to close off, it's okay if certain things cannot be reached. It's okay. There's always a chance and it's a pretty big chance that things will never go our way or might not go our way, you know, but as long as we just continue to keep that positive mentality me, I'm like, I've been through so much negative in my life that if, if you know me, you know, right now it's like, I'm just, everything's positive right now because I feel that the power of the mind and our thoughts, you know, and our words, it's pretty heavy, you know, and there's so much power in our words and our thinking that it could change everything and it could even change others. So when it comes to women empowerment and feminism it's very it's top, it's touchy subjects, uh-huh. you know? It's subjects myself that I, I shied away from because I felt like those movements never had a uh-huh. place for me. But when I truly started to understand the importance of uh, feminist work, I do recognize myself as an intersectional feminist. I'm not one to say, I was like, if a woman chose to be pro-life, if a woman chose to be um, pro-choice, if a woman chooses to stay at home and work, if a woman chooses to... Uh, like, I don't know, whatever she's doing, you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of sex workers right now, you know, who are creating that movement for themselves, too, because they feel like other women, if something doesn't align with our morals, we turn our back on people, we mm-hmm. show them no love. And I'm completely mm-hmm. against that. Even if even if other women, you know, are living lives uh, or making life choices that are not necessarily those that we would make, I don't believe that it's in us to uh, mm-hmm. judge them. You know that's what came up a lot. I don't believe it's in us to say anything. I think what is our our job here on Earth is our all of our calling is to show each other love because there's always people who, who need it. I feel like when our love it shines our uh, a light onto someone else's darkness, and I always say that, and I really believe that, and that's something that I stand by. So when we're thinking about women empowerment, it's okay if you feel like you don't have a place. But, I guarantee you, even with your girls, even with the situation you have with women um, around you uh you know even strangers, there's something that can mm-hmm. always be done to improve each mm-hmm. other, to help each other and if that could just resonate with everyone who's listening, you know what I mean, take it away that it's never too small no no action is too small to change someone's life definitely
0: let's try to uh connect our actions our daily behaviors to what the goal is with female empowerment and uh, why it started. You know, the reasons why women should empower each other is because there there are 960 million illiterate adults in the world and two-thirds of them are women. There are 130 million children who are not enrolled in elementary school worldwide and 70% of those numbers are girls. You know, there's so much work to be done with women all over the world that if we lose focus on what the real goal is, uh, those women, we're never going to reach them. There's, there's a lot of women suffering in the world and we're never going to reach them because we're still stuck on these little trivial things between us here in Western societies. So just trying to remember what the, the real goal is of female empowerment uh, should inform us on how to act in our everyday
1: life. So um did you have anything else to add, Tata? Yo, power to the people be, you know, I'm all heated now, you know, summertime is getting like nice weather, oh, you know what I mean? God. And um we just I just wanna say thank you guys for yes, listening. You know, I definitely I mean? appreciate that. Thank you for listening. Let us know how what you think
0: and we'll be back with another topic. <laughs>
1: as was number